Next, who's on the tracks? Next, never half step like All right, all right, everybody. Pro 17 Live, Cali Conservative Podcast. Thanks for uh, checking me out today. If you're watching this on replay, be sure to like this and uh, share it out with your friends. Let them know what's going on. Um, also, big update. We are now got the audio cast going live across all major audio streaming platforms. So I'm really excited about that. You know, just another way to get the word out and uh, try to share Pro 17 with everybody else out in the realm. So uh, thank you for that. Appreciate any of you guys fo that are following the Cali Conservative and Pro 17. Uh, hey, get the music done. Um, so yeah, so today I want to talk about the wicked witches of the left. You know, I thought that was kind of a funny play on words, and when I was thinking about it, it's not really that funny because what I'm about to show you today uh, with Jen Psaki, Joy Reid, and of course Kamala Harris, um, it, it's 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 just funny how far we've gone since the old days when you used to think of the left and you used to think of liberals in the sense of like Jackie Kennedy and, the, and those type of people and graceful, uh, um, real classic liberals in the olden days, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, but now just with this communist left takeover that we have, uh, you know, with the three that I just mentioned, it's just really ridiculous. And, and again, I had to add Joy Reid in there, even though she's not technically Either is Jen Psaki, but she speaks for the president, so I guess she counts as one. And um, a lot of times, like, you know, I understand she's just doing a job, and so Jen Psaki has to say what they tell her to say. But at the same time, it's just it's like the old analogy, like, if you were one of the workers that were building the Death Star, right, and you know you're working for a crazy tyrant, and then Luke Skywalker comes and blows up the Death Star, is it really Luke Skywalker's fault that... You got killed. I mean, you're just getting a paycheck, right? But if you're doing it under the under the guise of just getting money, right? But you but you're doing it for an evil organization or an evil dictator, then therefore you deserve everything that you get if you you know if something ends up happening to you in that respect, right? So, uh, in the case of Jen Psaki, I look at her out up there on the stage and stuff, and she's actually starting to believe in uh, the stuff that she's saying. Um, it's just a big difference night and day when you look at Jen Psaki versus Kaylee McEnany, man. I mean, it was just, uh, Kaylee McEnany to me was one of the best White House spokespersons that I've ever really seen. You know what I mean? Um, just graceful, very smart, always, uh, had her information on point, never had that circle back stuff like Jen Psaki was doing in a minute. But, um, I want to play some video here from, uh, Jen Psaki. In regard to January 6th, now today is January 5th, and what you're going to see tonight and uh, tomorrow if you're watching the mainstream media channels, all they're going to be talking about is the January 6th insurrection, and it was a threat to democracy. Uh, you got, you know, Donald Trump caused all this ruckus and all this kind of stuff. Again, those high information people like you and I that are watching this video, we know that that's a bunch of bullcrap. Um, but I was really disturbed when I was watching this clip from Jen Psaki. Um, and uh, she gets basically, I believe it seemed like a scripted question. Like, I guess it was like kind of posed by the White House staff to the reporter to ask Jen Psaki. Because then she goes and promptly reads off a list on the, uh, uh, of what exactly Joe Biden was going to talk about. So let me put that up on the screen for you here so you guys can watch it together. I'm going to stop it in between as we make comments. So, again, thanks for checking out the program here. Appreciate it. 
Uh, make sure you check out pro17.com slash merch. And uh, check me out on all the audio platforms, all right? So let's 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 listen to what uh, Peppermint Patty Jen Saki had to say right here. Uh, hang on a second, that is the wrong clip. Okay, here we go. Tomorrow, the president is going to speak uh, on Capitol Hill. Is he going to address his predecessor's role in the riot? Uh, yes, and let me give you a little more preview of that. Um, I got in no addition, I know I noted this yesterday, but I think it's important for people to let me briefly reiterate. Um, the president <sighs> is going to speak to the truth of what happened, not the lies that some have spread since, and the peril opposed to the rule of law and our system of democratic governance. He will also speak to the oh, work okay. we still need to do to secure and strengthen our democracy and our institutions to reject the hatred and lies we saw on January 6th and to unite our country. Uh, I'd also note that um, President Biden has been uh, clear-eyed about the threat the former president represents to our democracy and how, how the former president constantly works to undermine basic American values and rule of law. And President Biden has, of course, spoken repeatedly about how the former president abused his office, undermined the Constitution, and ignored his oath to the American people in an effort to amass more power for himself and his allies. Uh, he sees January 6th as a tragic culmination of what those four years under President Trump did to our country. And they reflected the importance uh, to the president of winning uh, what he has called many times, and you've heard him call many times, the soul, the battle for the soul of our nation. So just as you heard him say on January 6th so of last year, expect the president Biden will lay out the significance of what happened at the Capitol and the singular responsibility President Trump has for the chaos and carnage that we saw. And he will forcibly push back on the lies spread by the former president in an attempt to mislead the American people and his own supporters, as well as distract from his role and what happened. So uh, he will, of course, speak to the moment, uh, to the importance uh, in history of the peaceful transfer of power, of what we need to do to protect our own democracy and be forward-looking, but he will also reflect on the role his predecessor had. Will he call Donald Trump out by name? Uh, we'll see. We're finalizing the speech, but I uh, think people will know who he's referring So is all the evidence on my video about the cops letting the people into the Capitol. It shows like all the like old ladies and everybody's taking selfies, right? As if it was like uh, some crazy takeover. And again, nobody got killed except one Trump supporter, unarmed Ashley Babbitt, got shot by a Capitol police officer. But there you go with Jen Psaki. And uh, want to talk about Donald Trump because all they want to do is project. He's talking about, she was talking about like dictator and policy and all this kind of stuff. Anybody with half a brain knows the good that Donald D Trump did for the country. Now, speaking of him right now, I don't know. Uh, you know, he's kind of suspect. He's been, he's been saying some shady stuff lately, so hopefully he'll get that turned around. But it doesn't really matter right now because he's not the president right now. The president right now is Joe Biden. And tomorrow for the January 6th press conference that they're going to do, they're going to be blasting on Trump because they just want to deflect and put the attention on somebody else so that, as if we're going to forget what Biden is doing right now in office. He's the president right now. Inflation's up at 8%, okay? We still haven't forgot about Afghanistan. But yet, you got Jen Psaki over here uh, running cover for this fool. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I can't stand her. <laughs> uh, we, I wish we had Kelly McEnany back, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, J J Jen Psaki, a.k.a. Peppermint Patty, is not... Uh, 
what a press secretary should be. She's gotten better over the year, though, but at the same time, she's still working for an evil regime, so I can't give her any credit. Um, I want to play this next one here from Joy Reid. Now, hopefully I can get some sound here because I wanted to comment. I'm just going to go difficulties here. But uh, Joy Reid is the absolute worst racist leftist victim neighborhood um she's the reason why higher education is getting a bad rap nowadays okay because she's highly educated very intelligent woman i give her that but her ideologies and stuff are just totally super far left because they're the ones that are paying her check and the ridiculous part of people like joy reed and don lemon and all these you know so-called black people that are standing for white people's rights uh excuse me standing for black people's rights and white supremacy and all that kind of stuff they're getting the fat checks from the big white boss <laughs> you know what i mean and they want to tell you how oppressed you are if you're a black person uh but they never want to say and talk about their own successes and becoming millionaires as a black person with hard work that you can do that you know so they always want to play this victim narrative card so i'm gonna go ahead and play this Joy Reid video here. Hopefully I can get some sound on my end. And uh, just listen to what she has to say about um, this white supremacy, Christian conservative narrative that she's talking about here. It's absolutely disgusting. Check it out. And then there is this other version of citizenship, which essentially says that the purpose of a society is not to advance the lot of us, but really to advance now again, me if you are on and people like me. And I have no obligation to the greater society because anyone other than me should not be my problem. It's a really extreme form of great man libertarianism. It's Ayn Randism mixed with fascism plus a Brazil and Moscow chaser. So if people are poor or hungry, that's on them. I don't want to pay a penny more in taxes to help. Hell, if I play my cards right, I might be the next Bezos and take pleasure trips to space. Now, if I choose, I'll give to charity because that will make me feel good and me look good. But you can't make me help other people. It's a version of citizenship that depends not just on toddler-level selfishness, but on the existence of a group of special citizens who must always win and be appeased in order for things to be, quote, fair. And secondary citizens and non-citizens whose feelings just do not count. It's a society designed to make me, the member of the special citizen group, and people like me, feel good all the time. And who are these special citizens? Why, they're white so-called Christian conservatives who feel like this country was built by them for them. And so everyone but them needs to suck it up and let them have their way or else. And their party, the Republicans, have gone from pretending to be the party of personal responsibility to unmasking themselves as the party of selfish people who cannot play well with others. And even they even have their own cable networks, plus something called Getter, which kind of sounds like porn. Moving on. Anywho, I'm an old Star Trekkie, and you know, old Trekkie, love Star Trek. So they kind of remind me of Charlie from that classic Star Trek episode. You know, the annoying alien incel who destroys everything around him whenever he doesn't get his way. So the special citizen says, I don't want to wear a mask. And if you try to make me, I'll attack those low-wage clerks at the store or at the Burger King. And I don't want to get vaccinated either. If people get sick from me, oh, well, not my problem. Joe Rogan said it was fine. My kids aren't going to mask up to protect other kids. F those other kids. Their parents are probably commies anyway. Which usually means people who want rights for other people and who actually give a damn what happens to them. So this midterm election year, we are going to find out which brand of citizenship is stronger. 
And the answer will tell us whether our democracy is strong enough to survive. When you lay on top of that anti-science, anti-fact, an allergy to truth, a sphere where a man who is a president can dictate the terms of those with whom he disagrees to the, to the point that they are illegitimate, that they are not true American citizens. This is the utter definition of a fascist impulse that has to be ameliorated by our consistent commitment to expanding the boundaries of democracy. But then again, the Asian folk, the Chinese folk, the Japanese folk, the African folk in America, the immigrants, those whose bodies have borne the burden of the expansion of democracy must once again rescue this democracy from those who have been its privileged inheritors. So yeah, Michael E. Dyson is a, is a joke. Joy Reid is an absolute disgrace. And it's so funny, like she makes so, so much hesitation uh, uh, towards white people and uh, towards uh, the people that uh, don't want to take the vaccine because, you know, she wants to loop us all into crazy MAGA Trump supporters. And there were our tweets online that I just saw today from her back in the day talking about, I'm not going to take it from the CDC. Uh-uh, I'm not taking that. And just because the FDA approved it doesn't mean I'm going to take it. <laughs> okay, well. What changed? You know, what changed? Because those of us that voted for Donald Trump and people on the right had nothing to do with political party. It had to do with common sense. I mean, me and my wife were talking about that when it was coming out and we're like, are we going to get the vaccine? We're like, hell no. Nah. That thing came out in like nine months. So I don't care who made that vaccine. It doesn't have to do with Trump or anything like that. And again, when you look at the risk analysis, risk benefit analysis, and you say that, okay, well, why would I take this, uh, uh, this thing for something that has a 99.9% .9 survival rate, right? I'd rather take my chances with the flu. And again, once you know the comorbidity factor, and if you understand the obesity factor when getting COVID, then you would know that, okay, well, I don't want to try an experimental thing. I'll take my chances. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, she wants to bash on everybody like we're uh, anti-vax. They want to talk about like it's the end of democracy for uh, the United States if they swing the House back to the Republican Party this this uh, upcoming midterm. But it's like <laughs> they really believe that we're not paying attention to what's going on right now. OK, because as far as I know, before the pandemic, America was looking mighty swell. Okay, but Joy Reid wouldn't tell you any statistics or anything that that Trump had done for the country. Right. She wants to talk about how he was Hitler and a fascist and all this kind of stuff. Well, who is the dictator right now? Who is making king tyrannical mandates right now? Okay. Who is in cahoots with big tech and big pharma? If you want to talk about fascism, you know. But you don't want to talk about that because you have to bring that up and then they're going to be all just crickets and whatever. So what do they do on the left? They get emotional and they want to talk about like January 6th insurrection. <laughs> okay. And again, they haven't released any footage. Uh, what is it? Like 40,000 hours of footage. And we've seen some stuff on other websites where they're talking about and showing actual FBI agents changing their clothes by the tree and putting on MAGA hats and stuff and then going over there and breaking windows and stuff, man, and with the black block and all that. So, you know, 
Uh, Joy Reid's a hack. She's a wicked witch. Uh, I want to play one more video here. It's going to be kind of a short live today. Uh, this video is from Kamala Harris. And before we get into that, I want to read this little article right here. If you haven't known in the news, Kamala Harris uh, lost another staffer. I think that makes like eight. Okay. She is uh, apparently uh, a real B-I-T-C-H when it comes to her job. And she doesn't want to really uh, humble herself. And I want to get into some of the article here and read what the staffer had to say. Now, the staffer apparently took a job for somebody that's at a lesser position. I mean, you are a staffer for the vice president of the United States. That's a pretty good job. But that just goes to show you how toxic it must be to work for that woman. Because um, if you're willing to step down from the White House to take a lesser job, I think it's in the New York or something like that. No, it's the Democrat for Ohio, a congresswoman. So uh, let's read the article real quick for you. So it says here, uh, aide to Vice President Kamala Harris is headed for the exit amid claims of dysfunction within the Veep's office. Vincent Evans, Deputy Director of Public Engagement and Intergovernmental Affairs, has quit to take a new job on Capitol Hill. He left to join Congressional Black Caucus, which is headed by uh, uh, Representative Joyce Beatty out of Ohio, uh, which certainly appears to be less than a lateral move. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, so he is the latest top staffer to leave her office amid reports that Harris is a, quote, bully who levels, quote, soul-destroying criticism in a highly dysfunctional office. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty bad. Um. It goes on here to just talk about some of the other people that actually have left. Uh, but, yeah, now Kamala Harris is polling at 28% approval rating. That is absolutely horrible. You know how, you know how bad of a, of a vice president you have to be to be polling at 28%? Because even out of that 28%, there's probably some, like, fake polling going on there. And, again, you don't know who they're actually calling on these polls. Uh, I think it was, like, a USA Today poll. And stuff like that, but the Trafalgar Group usually does the best polling, as far as I've seen, and uh, and uh, they usually get that kind of stuff right. But twenty eight percent of the United States, I don't think about that. That's what three hundred and thirty million. And like I said before, man, I think it's lower than that. I think it's like about like eighteen percent, probably. And so that goes to show you how many people are actually watching CNN and MSNBC, or you probably have like low information people, and then you have a lot of people that just voted for Kamala Harris because she was black or whatever, or quasi-black Indian or whatever her race is. But, you know, she was obviously an affirmative action hire. I mean, she had like less than 1% uh, uh, support when she was running for president. So she's, she's an absolute disgrace. And uh, we should be ashamed of ourselves here in, in America, the fact that we put her in there and put Biden in office, man. I mean, I guess, I mean, but did we, though? But did we really put her in there? Did we really put Biden in there? I'm not going to get on that. I just got back on YouTube. I ain't trying to get banned on my first day. <laughs> Can't be talking about uh, election irregularities. You know what I'm saying? Um, but let's watch this last video of uh, a little compilation that I got that I put together with uh, Kamala Harris. So just some of her stuff over the years. How much of a, a uh, incompetent, uh, ridiculous vice president this is. I mean, this person... 
should be like in charge of a human resources department at like a Marshalls or something, you know? I think that would be like the extent of uh, expertise that I would give her to run any kind of job. I wouldn't let her even let her run Pro 17, man. All right, so check out this uh, compilation right here. And uh, for those of you on Instagram, sorry about that, man. You, Agreeing yeah, to voter ID, on one of those compromises that you'd support? In some people's mind, that means, well, you're going to have to um, Xerox or, or, or photocopy your ID. Well, there are a whole lot of people, especially people so, who yeah, live so in rural the videos plan, don't, There's uh, no those of you guys. Kinkos, there's no Office Max near them. We campaign with the plan. Uppercase T, uppercase P, the plan. And then the environment is such that we're expected to defend the plan. We've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. He just made a really big decision. Afghanistan. Yes. Were you the last person in the room? Yes. And you feel comfortable? I do. <laughs> so you don't mean it. <laughs> it's called candidate mixtape. That was hip hop. <laughs> Cardi B. In an hour, Shake Shack. Oh my. What? <laughs> you, you said. You said. <laughs> So yeah, Kamala Harris is a calculating idiot. Her her uh, she's just unprepared, and I don't even I can't believe it, man. I, you know, it, us as black people and uh, minority people, we got to get off the identity politics stuff, man. We really do. We, we really got to get back to just logic and policy and what's best for your families. Now, when you're young and you're like 20 or whatever, you know, you you have a real you know, utopian ideology. You really want the best for everybody. You want to save everybody. You want to heal everybody. And I get it because I used to be like that. I think we all were. You know what I'm saying? You want to help the less fortunate and all that stuff. So you have like these big eyes and you have a big heart and you want to do all these kinds of things, right? But as you get older, man, you start to understand like, yo, man, the government's not going to do it. You know, Joy Reid was uh, uh, talking about how like, you know, Republicans and conservatives are being selfish. Why? Because we don't want to give the money to the government to give the charity. You can't trust the government. You know, all they do is build like more pro programs and people get paid and people start uh, putting money in their pocket. You know, when Republicans and conservatives are actually factually the most charitable and donating money to different causes personally. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Social Security. Um why would you have to pay into Social Security when it won't even uh, be available for you by the time you're 65? You know what I mean? Why not let us keep that money and then we can put that in a CD or some, side of, some sort of like mutual fund or investment package personally? You know what I mean? And it just goes to show you, big government programs don't want work. Look at, look at the DMV, right? Is that a place you ever want to go? Does that place run smoothly? No. What about the post office? Does that run smoothly? No. Right? So... You know, uh, that's my little outro on the Wicked Witches of the Left. 
I said this is going to be a real short video. I just wanted to get something out today to keep uh, uh, talking to you guys on a daily basis. I'm going to try to do a video tomorrow morning, like really early. So tune in for that. I'll be uh, putting some notifications and some uh, uh, event stuff. So you'll see that on whatever platform you're watching me on. And uh, we're going to talk about some stuff because tomorrow's a big day, January 6th. Man, I can't wait to see all the bashing that conservatives and Trump supporters are going to get. It's going to be pretty nasty. But keep your head up, man. We know the truth. Right, we're not terrorists, okay? Don't let them spin that narrative that way. God fearing, God loving people. And on that note, always remember the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Don't be a fool, don't be a leftist, and uh, don't be a wicked witch of the left. All right, God bless you, Ronnie. Be up.